podcast um, called Tea with My Mom. It's I. It's a podcast where we talk about TV with me and my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? It's Freaky Friday. We're switching places. I'm in charge of the shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're switching places today. We're gonna. I'm gonna do mom's normal roles on the podcast, and mom's gonna do mine. I am, and I'm gonna remember everything. I, you're doing great so far. So, Rachel, how was your day? It's <laughs> <laughs> good. I did uh, a big CrossFit workout today that we do around Veterans Day Memorial Day called Murph. The Murph. I love and, the Murph. Uh, I PR'd my time. That is something to be PR out about. <laughs> Is it just going to oh, be a funny th- podcast I think today? it's going to be a good one. <laughs> I've had a good day. Yeah? Tell Thank- me about it. Well, I mean, I didn't have a good day, but I'm well, did okay. Did you have a bad day? Well, no. <laughs> I got called into work, but uh, that's fine. Yeah. I'm home. Uh, Rachel helped me with a bunch of stuff. Broke a light. <laughs> oh, man, that was disturbing. That was, like, um, scary. Um, before we get into anything else, I am going to read the oh, wait. word. Wait. Rachel, do you have a word of the day? <laughs> what the fuck? You're skipping over my parts. Sorry. <laughs> I just didn't want you to jump into the other thing. No, no, no. I wasn't jumping anywhere. Word of the day. What could it be? Uh, I looked it up. If you Google word of the day, Merriam-Webster has one every single day. <laughs> and today's word of the day is... Let me guess what it means. Today's word of the... Do you want to guess the word? No. Okay. <laughs> the word of the day is teleological. 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 I, that's what I said. That's what I said. Um, maybe it means telly. That's like TV in England. Uh-huh. The telly. <laughs> and logical. Maybe it's about Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> so it means exhibiting or relating to design or purpose, especially in nature. Huh. I'm not sure I totally understand. I don't really understand it either. Um... A a teleologist, a teleologist, oh boy, attempts to understand the purpose of something by looking at its results. A teleological philosopher might argue that we should judge whether an act is good or bad by seeing if it produces a good or bad result. And the teleological explanation of evolutionary changes claims that all such changes occur for a definite purpose. Okay. Uh, You know, I don't think I'll be able to use that in my everyday wordage. It's just, yeah, it's just, yeah. That's okay. too much for me. Yeah, that's a tough word. That's a brain melt. Anyway. Anyway, so um, you know what it's time for? Me to sing a theme song? Uh-huh. TV news. Yeah, it's TV news. The Marie side. <laughs> so um, in a little bit of TV news, this is past TV news because it happened last week. The um, They did a live action slash animated what was it little mermaid little mermaid i only had beauty and the beast in my brain (laughs) little mermaid show on i don't know i think it was abc i don't know it was but um i did watch the first 10 minutes i watched some of the clips on youtube after it aired yeah and i didn't totally understand what's going on it was like a broadway stage yes with an audience yeah there was an audience who were participatory yes they had, in the opening sequence, where the sailors are on their boat, uh-huh. they had the audience doing, like, streamers in the... To look like water. To look like waves and water. And so, 
It would be like a musical number, and then did it switch to the movie and showed the it's, animated movie? It started with the movie, okay, and then it switched to real sailors dancing a jig on the stage. Interesting. And then um, Prince Elliot, Eric. Prince Herod, Prince Eric came out. Prince Elliot and Prince Herod were the two things she just said. <laughs> I shouldn't have talked over you. I should just let it go. <laughs> it's a meld. Yeah. Anyway, he came out and sang the real song while the people danced behind yeah. him. And then it switched to the cartoon. Okay. Because it had to go to Ariel's um, singing show. Cool. They had a singing oh, show. Oh, yeah, the for sisters. The King Neptune. Yeah, yeah and oh. the sister. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I don't remember so the it was at all. animated was for a little bit, and then it switched to like real people. <laughs> Interesting. Did you watch any of the musical numbers? Did you watch Queen Latifah sing? Uh... I didn't see Queen Latifah. I saw a clip of her doing it, and I thought she was really good. Yeah, she crushed it. Um, yeah. You know who didn't crush uh, it? Yeah. What are you going to think? Well, there's two that I heard didn't crush it. Ariel kind of sucked. Did she? That's what I heard. Oh, I didn't even... And I mean, then, she was getting rigged around in a flying contraption to her Yeah, place, and so. she didn't have any legs, so it was... Yeah, she that's was hard. She was in a outfit, so that is kind of rough. She was singing and, like, fake swimming. Yeah, so I guess that is hard. The lady from Glee, I heard, did a shitty job. Who was the lady from Glee? Um, Amber? Amber? No. What's her name? Who was she playing? She was playing... Hold on. I didn't even know she was in it. She was in it. She was in the the first part with the sister song. Oh. So, uh... Who I, you said sucked? Well, did you see John Stamos sing? I was too scared. I like John Stamos. It was really... <laughs> I mean, like, it was a spectacle, you know? And that's what it was meant to be. Yeah. But also shaggy as, uh... You know, it wasn't me. He was Sebastian. Guy? He was Sebastian. But he and didn't he was, have any claws. <laughs> he just had, like, a red leather suit. Yeah. Oh. It was interesting. I wonder if they'll do more of those. I don't know. I didn't watch the whole thing. It just got kind of too much for my braid. Yeah. I'd rather just watch the movie. Sure. Or Disney on Ice. Right. Which I imagine is pretty similar, actually. I don't think any cartoons are involved. I think it's all skating. Right. I think it's all real people in outfits skating. Mm -hmm. And then Are we done with that bit of news? Yeah. And then in my second bit of news, I have to tell you what. Tell me what. Uh, (laughs) Pat Sajak recently had to have emergency surgery on his innards and poor Vanna White had to host the show and flip the letters. That's impressive. I don't know if she did it both at the same time. Well, I mean... Oh, no, wait. She didn't flip the letters. They're in Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse did it. Oh. (laughs) Well, it's still cool, I guess, that she got to host. I wonder if that means if someday... He's not the one that's sick. Jeopardy. Alex Trebek is not feeling Alec well. Alec Trebek. Whichever. Alex. It's not Alex. Alec? Uh-oh. Dollar bet? I don't, I guess. I was pretty sure it was Alec and Trebek. And here's your host, Alex Trebek. I think it's Alec. Alec Trebek? Host of Geoparty. Alex! I'm wrong. I'm right! Dollar, 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 dollar. Yeah, you win. Oh my God. My day is getting so much better. <laughs> So anyway, um, speedy recovery to Pat Sajak, and I hope Alice, Alice, Alice Trebek <laughs> is, I hope he, well, I hope he does okay. Yeah. You know, I hope it's easy for him. I hope it's an easy, easy road. Yeah. Path to follow. <clears throat> so, um, Rachel, mm-hmm. what are we going to talk about today? That was great TV news, Mom, by the way. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I worked on it all day long. <laughs> <laughs> So today on the podcast, I was telling mom that I had started watching this new show and I wish we could talk about it on the podcast. And then she was like, 
Well, I haven't seen it, but how about you recap it for me? Yeah. So that's what's about to happen. I have no idea how it's going to go. Well, it's probably going to go a lot better than my recaps because mine are kind of like off the wall. I don't know. I can't remember any of the characters' names. Well, maybe you should like, you know. Take a moment. Take a moment. Take a deep breath. What's the name of the show, Rachel? So HBO just came out with a new series called His Dark Materials. Um, And it's based on a series of novels by Philip Pullman, which were The Golden Compass, The Amber Spyglass, and The Subtle Knife. Is it scary? No, I mean, they're they're children's books, but the concept, there's some, like, really dark concepts. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And so I was excited because I loved those books. Okay. And so I was like, I'm going to check it out, especially because they did such a good job with at least the first three or four seasons of Game of Thrones. Yes. These are from the same dudes as Game of Thrones? No. Philip Pullman is not. What's the point? (laughs) George R. R. Martin. What do you mean? Uh, I just mean because I just think that they could do a good job adapting. HBO. A fantasy series. HBO in general. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I get you. Um, I get you. I get you. You got me. And I think it'll be better because Philip Pullman wrote three books and ended the story. And like, it's like a clear beginning, middle, end. Okay. Like they know where this plot is going. Okay. So that was the problem with Game of Thrones. So anyway, here's what the show's about. You I'm ready? ready. What day does it come on? Oh, oh, it doesn't come on. It doesn't come on. Well, no, it does. Okay. <laughs> it's on HBO <laughs> On Demand, but, um, or HBO Now, but it also... I it was HBO Go. Well, they're both. Uh, next episode tomorrow. So Mondays. Comes okay. out Mondays. And who is... I'm going to shut up. You recap me that first episode. Okay. So. Make me want to watch it, Rachel. So, it's a fantasy series. Love it. And the concept is that... There's like another version of our universe that's a lot like our universe, but when people are born in this other universe, their soul manifests as a creature that lives with them and is connected to them, an animal. Oh, so and I could have like a, a lizard. Yes, and it's called their daemon. Okay, I get it. So I'm, I'm totally into that. <laughs> and so when you're a little kid... Your demon shifts into different animals. Like it can fly, it can be like a bird, it can be a lion, it can be all these different things. And then mm-hmm. as you enter adulthood, it settles on one creature and is that for the rest of your life. And can other people see it? Yes. And, and they talk. Oh. And they can talk to other people. It's like having another version of you. Oh. And it's interesting. Like, yeah. I mean, so the main character of the show is Lyra. And as a baby, there's this, like, prophecy that there's going to be a kid that's going to, like, change the world. And so as, as a, always. As a baby, this little girl, Lyra, gets brought by James McAvoy. I like James McAvoy. Who's playing Asriel, her uncle, mm-hmm. to Oxford. And Oxford in this universe, Oxford, England, um, is still, like, a college of scholars. But the scholars are, like, almost religious in, in a sense. Like, they have, they're, like, really... Um, Smart. Well, like glorified, dignified. Oh. And they have this like scholarly privilege or scholarly sanctuary. That's what it is. Okay. Where like nobody can harm the people who are studying as scholars. Safe place. Yes. From, gotcha. And there's like a political power in the realm called the magisterium that kind of like rules everything. Okay. Are there any vampires or Draculas involved? No. Good. No. No witches. No. Uh, yeah, there are witches. Oh, interesting. There are like, you know... Because the witches are the people that have the prophecy. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, but yeah, they're not like traditional, like, you know, uh, pop culture witches. I gotcha. Um, there's also giant talking polar bears that oh, are armored 
and they live in the north and that's kind of like from the compass one that's what this is based on the golden compass oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the movie that got made in the with nicole kidman Uh, we got there, everybody. <laughs> the Golden Compass was a movie that was made in 2007, and it had Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig, and it was supposed to be like a, a an adaptation of these novels. It was bad. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, and uh, they stopped making it after the first one and didn't make the other stories. So now HBO is adapting the books again, but as a, a series, uh. so they have like lots more room to tell the complex story. So why do they call it the Golden Compass? Well, I'll get there. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. So Lyra is a little baby brought to this uh, place by her uncle, Azriel, and says, I'm invoking scholarly, what did I say? Sanctuary. Privileges. And, you know, nobody can harm her here. I know she'll be safe here. And okay. so he leaves again. He's like an explorer researcher, mm-hmm. uh, scholar. And <clears throat> so she grows up in Oxford. It's like cuts back. It's She's 12 years old. Okay. And she's running around Oxford and, like, plays with one of the boys who's, like, a servant there. And in the books, they, like, talk about how all the servant class people end up with um, demons that are, like, house dogs or house cats or things like that. Okay. But they don't super reference that in the show. But anyway, whatever. Mm -hmm. So she's playing with Roger, her little friend. And uh, she discovers that her uncle is here for a visit. Oh, Oh, fun. Before that... (laughs) <laughs> I sound like you. Oh my god. Reverse. James McAvoy is in uh, the north and he's trying to take a picture of something with this like old camera with his snow leopard demon, whose name I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Spot. Sure. Um, <laughs> and like she's like, you know, we got to get out of here. The, the snow's, you know, this is going to be dangerous in a second. And he's like, okay, but one more picture. So it's sort of like, it's like sort of having your conscience outside of you. Yeah. You're like, the person you talk to, the person you work things out with, they're right. they're they are like you, but they are also like uh, not like you. You know, they're like the best of you, the worst of you. Good. That's what it is. Good side, bad side. And your best friend. You know, like yeah. their their demons are really important to them. Okay. So anyway, he's trying to get this picture of something you don't know what it is, and then he develops the picture back in his lab with his friend, and he's like, "I got it. This is the evidence we need." And so then he goes back to Oxford because he sees this, he has to prove something to the scholars because he needs more money to complete his research. But he's doing it all, like, in secrecy because the magisterium is going to be really upset with whatever he discovers. Okay. So then Lyra discovers that her uncle's back for a visit. And so she, like, runs across the house roofs in Oxford because that's what she does. She's, like, she's a little bit like, like, Bran from Game of Thrones. But doesn't break his legs. She does, uh, she does not break her legs. Thank the Lord. Um, he didn't break his legs. He broke his back. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he had broken legs. Yeah. No, he didn't. His legs were broken. They couldn't work. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we're laughing about that. No. Um, Sad. So, stop it. And so, (laughs) she is spying, basically, on her uncle, um, because she wants to say hello to him, and she, like, misses him and whatever. And she notices that the head scholar guy puts something in a bottle of liquor, decanted liquor, Uh that that he knows Asriel, her uncle, I think I'm saying that name right, is going to drink. When he gets to the room. Oh. So then Azrael comes in and he's like, you know, he's like, I have to get ready for the presentation. He's alone in the room, but Lyra's watching him. And she, like, knows that the, the liquor is poisoned. And he goes to take a sip and she dives in and knocks it out of his hand. Good girl. And he freaks out and, like, pins her to the thing and is like, what the hell are you doing? And, like, won't let her go. Oh. He's kind of violent with her. 
Nice. And she's like, somebody tried to poison you. And uh, so then anyway, he trashes the rest of the liquor, makes it look like an accident. He doesn't want the head scholar guy to know that he knows he was that poisoned. That caught on. Yeah. Yes. And then he says, Lyra, I want you to spy on this presentation I'm about to give. Watch the head scholar guy. And every time he like, I say the word dust, watch what he says. Oh, interesting. And so then it cuts. You get to see the presentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, there's this like whole side story going on where the Egyptians, who are these like a specific group of people. Egyptians or Egyptians? Just Egyptians, which I think is sort of like a play on gypsy. Oh, gotcha. They're like a, they're like a nomadic uh, group of people that are, you know, very family bonded. And um, they, they have this big... Um, they're having this big ceremony because one of the youngest, one of the boys is transferring from childhood to adulthood and his, and they know because his demon has settled into a one um, animal. Very teleological. Yeah. <laughs> That's teleological. Oh my God. <laughs> that was amazing. I know. <laughs> I'm you today. I am you today. Whew. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So teleologically, they know that he has uh, become a man because his demon has stopped changing forms. Gotcha. Um, So they're having this big ceremony, and his little brother's a little jealous because he wishes that he could whatever. Right. And then um, the mom is like, be nice to your little brother. He's sad that you're moving on. And he was like, well, it's not like I'm going anywhere. Right. And he goes, well, go go find him and talk to him and tell him that. So he goes to do that, and he can't find his brother. Oh, God, help Cuts to the brother, and he's walking around in the dark. And his... Uh, demon is like a little red squirrel, very cute. Oh Christ! And there's like another demon that's a fox with right red eyes. Uh oh! And then you see a man with red eyes, which is spooky, spooky, scary. And the kid gets kidnapped. Oh no! And his demon too? Yeah, both. Oh, but you man. don't know why or for what purpose. Okay. And so now all the Egyptians are trying to find this kid. Ugh. tragic. Back to Lyra. Lyra. She's watching the presentation that Azrael's given. He's showing these pictures, and he's like. This is a normal picture of a man and a child. Okay. And then he goes, and now this is, I've developed this other way to produce film, and this is what it looks like. And all of a sudden, there's this bright, glowing light all around the guy, the the man, not the child. Okay. And everyone's like, and he goes, what I've captured here is dust. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds so exciting. You're giving me a look. What the fuck? Dust? So like people are dirty? He's like, we all know that dust exists and I'm I'm actually capturing it now, and you can see that it's collected around the adult man, but there's none on the child yet. And he's like, So I'm proving that dust doesn't become part of you until you become an adult. And they're not explaining what dust is or what this means. I was gonna say, what the hell is dust? But He's like, everyone is like, this is hearsay. This is whatever. The magisterium will not like to hear this. Yeah. And he goes, furthermore, I took this picture. And it's a picture of the Northern Lights. It's pretty. I love the Northern Lights. And then he goes, and then I developed it using my dust capturing method. Okay. And the picture that he shows then is the Northern Lights. And you can see a sparkling city in the mist. Oh, a secret city. And so he's saying... What he says is, this proves that the dust can bring us to alternate dimensions. Dun, dun, dun! There's places to go in the dust. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, there's, a, there's something there in the dust. 
But, like, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> they're all shocked and scared. And the lead scholar guy is talking to his buddy. And he's like, I really wish that he hadn't said all of this. Like, he's putting the, the Oxford in jeopardy. And he's like, I've been protecting Lyra, but I know now that I can't protect her anymore. And he's like, how do you know? And the guy's like, well, the alethiometer told me. Oh. And the alethiometer is the golden compass. Oh, okay. So he uses this golden compass to learn the truth about things. And he's he decides that he has to give it to Lyra. But because he's been using the compass, he knows that Lyra is special. He knows that she has, like, great and terrible things ahead of her. Right. And in this conversation he has with his buddy, who's Lyra's teacher, they both love her a lot because they've raised her. Uh-huh. Even though he tried to kill his, her, her uncle. Okay, yes. Is he kill? He tried to kill the uncle because he didn't want the uncle to continue studying this because okay. he thought it would lead to bad things. I got you. And he's like, it's only going to lead to to hard times for Lyra. Because... So he's protecting Lyra, but... Yeah. But he's like, I can't her protect sad. her anymore. We have to let her go. Mm-hmm. And um, to start her journey that she's going to go on. She's we, only fucking 12. Yeah, but we don't know what it is. But she, he's like... And no one's hearing this. This is just a conversation this, the scholar's having. But he's like, you know... We have to let her go. She's going to do great and terrible things. We should be scared for her now and scared of her. And also, uh, she's going to have to betray someone. Oh, man. And it's all very scary. And he knows all this because of the golden compass, but you don't know how. Gotcha. So then you see him gift Lyra the golden compass. And he goes, I want you to travel with this woman, Mrs. Coulter, as her assistant. Good Lord. Who's also there. So Asriel takes off again and leaves Lyra behind and she cries. And Roger's like... You don't understand. She's special to the uncle. And the uncle's like, everyone's special and like slams the door and goes away. He's kind of a dick. He sounds like a dick. He's not a good guy. But he's trying. He's got his heart in the right place. I think he's too scientific. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Miss Coulter shows up. Oh, sorry. We go back and we're at the Magisterium. Rewind. Yeah. And there's a (laughs) a shot of the Magisterium and there's these two people and they're like, they heard what Azrael said in the meeting because they had spies. Okay, everybody's And so they're like, we else. know now what he's trying to do, and we're going to have to take him out. Oh, no. Because they're trying to keep something secret. Gotcha. The dust. Something about the dust. Oh. And then he says to his friend, he was like, go through whatever means necessary to, to take care of the situation, but it's between you and I. Especially don't tell her. And you don't, know who, you don't know who her is. And then it sh- cuts to this scene of, um, what's her name? Mrs. Coulter. Yes, but her name, uh, the actress playing her is... Uh, um, is she blonde? No. Mm. Is she an old lady? Ruth Wilson. Ruth Wilson. Have you seen her before? I don't know. Uh, no. Anyway, it's but, Ruth Wilson. She's got, nice cre- she's got kind of like a creepy face. But anyway, she it cuts to a scene of her, and she's at Oxford, and she's talking to Lyra and about her coming to be her assistant. And she's like very like oh, touching her face, and like we, I love oh, you. We're going to be really best of her. friends. And and this head scholar guy played by this is all in English accents. Clark Peters, he's the master. Oh, okay. um, yes, it's English accents. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes I can handle it. It's good. So they're not all English because Lin-Manuel Miranda is also on the show. I like has, him. He has an American accent. Okay. So anyway, um, he's like, don't trust anyone, including Mrs. Coulter. Keep the alethiometer secret. You shouldn't have it. It's like, it's a taboo object. Dear sweet Lord. But I want you to take it and I want you to be able to like discern truths from it. And she goes, how? And he goes, you're going to have to figure that out on your own. Does she get a sword? Magical sword? No, she has the compass. 
Oh. Eventually she'll have a subtle knife, but that's not for a while. A subtle knife. Yes. <laughs> These are the dark materials. Ah. The golden compass, the amber spyglass, and the subtle knife. Oh. So she decides, I'm going to go with Mrs. Coulter because screw this place and screw my uncle. But I'm going to take Roger with me because he's my best friend and he's an orphan. Right. And we're both orphans and he's And Roger, is, he's been kidnapped. No, the Egyptian boy was kidnapped. Oh, I thought it was Roger. you're foreshadowing because Roger also gets kidnapped. Dear sweet Jesus. <laughs> so Roger gets kidnapped and so now it's cutting back and forth with the Egyptians and they're talking about how it's the gobblers that are taking their children. Oh no, taking not the orphan gobblers. kids or kids from the Egyptian families that you know the cops won't care about. And they're so the Egyptian um, head of the Egyptians is like they're going to London. Let's go to London. So at the same time, Lyra leaves with Mrs. Coulter for London. Mrs. Coulter says, "I know where Roger is. He's been taken by the gobblers, and they're in London. Come with me, and I will find him. I promise." Okay. So she's really like really trying to get Lyra to go with her. I think she's shifty. Oh, and her Damon is like a weird orangutan monkey with crazy nose. Oh, I think she might be shifty. She's just shifty, because shifty. of that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so then, what kind of Damon does Lyra have? Did I ask? It's his name's Pantalimon. Pantalimon, and he's like sometimes he's a ferret, and sometimes he's like a white stoat thing, and sometimes he's a bird, and he's like lots of other things. He likes to be different. And okay. so, like if if I so like Lyra's a girl, so her Damon is a man, a boy, a okay. a. a guy male (laughs) yeah male thank you and Mm -hmm. so if she was a boy her demon would be a girl gotcha so anyway she knows roger's missing she feels like the only way she can find him is to go with mrs coulter also the egyptians are heading to london as well everybody's going to london and that's it (laughs) that's how the episode ends they're on their way to london to find roger she's got the alethiometer she's got great things ahead of her and where did the uh polar bears come in they're in the north and they don't show up for a little while oh okay i thought they would already she's gonna discover pretty quickly that mrs coulter does not have her best interests at heart oh dear sweet and i'm not gonna spoil anything but like dark stuff is going on with mrs coulter and that dust stuff and those kids getting taken it's all connected just like the witch's house in the woods Kids were taken. Like Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, eaten. Sure. She doesn't eat these kids. Okay, good. Whatever. I'm glad. (laughs) Or they don't turn into mice. That's the show. Well, um, I would probably watch it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just because I think we both like the sci-fi fantasy fantasy world. We'd like to live in one. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like a a magical sword. Do you want to... Well, you should have me guess... What the, uh... Yeah, Rachel, what do you think the Rotten Tomato score is for the magical compass of his dark matters? Um, <laughs> so, oh. the thing I had wrong with it is, like, I really wanted it to be as immersive as Game of Thrones. You know when you watch Game of Thrones, it feels really lived in? Like, the costumes feel like they're part of the characters yes. and the scenes and sets and everything. Yes. And this just definitely still felt like actors acting. Mm. And I think part of that is because it's, like, more fantastical than Game of Thrones in a lot of ways. But also, it's got all these CGI characters with the demons, and I think that makes it hard. Well, Rachel... uh... So I'm going to say that it's getting, like, in its first episode, an 85. Well, you're so darn close. It's an 81%. Oh, okay. And then the audience score is an 88%, according to uh, RottenTomato.com. So what's the critical consensus? The critical consensus, according to this... (laughs) <laughs> the daemon is in the details, and while his dark materials, visual splendor, and exceptional performances definitely capture the essence of Philip Pullman's seminal, 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 seminal? definitely God not seminal <laughs> novels, it could use 
a little more magic. See, that's kind of how I feel about it. That's... But it's only the first episode and it might get better. Yeah. I mean, it looks kind of cute. I think uh, I'll take a peek at it. Let's see what... I'm excited for Lin-Manuel Miranda's character. Yeah. I think uh, somebody told me they were watching this. Dark... Is it just called Dark Matters? His Dark Materials. Oh. Is there another <laughs> one that that's called Dark Matters on HBO? Dark Matter is a sci-fi show that's on the sci-fi channel and now is on Netflix. Oh, maybe that's what Sarah said she was watching. Yeah, probably. No, no, she told me it she was, was watching this. It was all subtitles. German subtitles. Nah. Different look. Different show. Must be. <laughs> I didn't take note. But, but anyway. Um, I would, I'll got. watch it. Do you, you, you liked it? I think it's worth watching. I hope it gets better. Yeah. And it comes out once a week? Yeah. And I think fans of the show, you know, which I think are, there are a lot of them. Shades of the book? Should give it a chance. Yeah, of the book. Okay, cool. I can get... I liked it. Thank you, Rachel, for that lovely um, recap of episode one. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a... um, Do do I... What do you do next? Do we thank people or do we do the word of wisdom? We do the word of wisdom. Rachel, would you like a word of wisdom from my archive word of wisdoms? Am I doing the word of wisdom? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. You are. So give me the word of wisdom. There you go. Right there. Okay, from mom's phone, the word of wisdom is, sometimes you have to try on a bunch of shoes to find the right fit pair. (laughs) That's exactly what it says. Take it to heart. (laughs) Yeah, take that to heart. Apply it to your everyday lives. Sometimes you have to try a bunch of stuff to see what you really like. You know, you can't just settle for what's good. You got to find what's great. Yeah, dip and dip and... (laughs) Dip and Daddy stuff. <laughs> Definitely. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening. Oh, Sorry. Rachel. Sorry, go ahead. Thanks for listening once again to our podcast, TV with My Mom. You can rate, review. What? We're not doing the outro. We're just saying goodbye. Fuck it, A. <laughs> thanks for listening. What are we going to talk about next time, Rachel? I don't know. We're going to have to talk about that offline because I don't have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't I ever allowed to say that? <laughs> you could. I, just, I always. I ask the question. You can respond however you want. Ah, oh, listen, sister. Thanks once again for listening. No, just Son say just bitch. say goodbye. <laughs> okay, have a good day. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. listening to a podcast and you can rate i don't know what it is but you can rate review and subscribe to us on like itunes things and wherever else you get your podcasts we can follow us on instagram at tv with my mom and send us a letter at tv with my mom at gmail.com or follow us on twitter at tv with mom that too who oh who are we gonna thank this week rachel (laughs) (laughs) is it our shout out of the week ah shit is that first yeah who are we gonna shout out this week rachel let's shout out a lovely lady in arizona who's waiting to pop the bum no. That's uh, a weird way to say it. She's going to have a baby. She's going to have a baby. Not pop the bum, but... Thanks for listening, Teresa. Thanks for listening, Teresa. And who would you like to thank, Rachel? I would like to thank John Dodson for his musical stylings. And Diane Sullivan Thorson for her lovely artwork uh, for the TV with my mom logo. Thanks, you guys. <sighs> that was really rough. I don't want to do this again. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Too much to remember.